All right, Pastors Positive Mental Health here, uh, Dr. Kirk, and it's a pleasure to be with you once again. Thanks for listening. I want to encourage you, if you find these beneficial, if you know of someone who might benefit from these, please uh, share this with them. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Also, uh, if you're a church member and you have a pastor, uh, send a link to this to your pastor. Um, If you're in my church, um, I already know about the podcast, so you don't need to send me the link, unless just to let me know that you're actually listening. That would be kind of cool. Anyway, so today I want to take a look at uh, the fact that there is a great resistance still in this day to the idea of mental health within churches. Now, I think all of us would say that there's a lot of mental health issues. There has been a big school of thought for many years that the majority of the mental health issues have to do with sin, demonic activity, uh, those who have given themselves over to rebelliousness, drug use, and whatnot. And I don't want to negate that. I think that is a lot of the challenges that we have, but we do live in a broken world and we live in a society that is globalized and we have access to more than our brains could ever handle and we um, are lost more than ever. Are we recognized that we're lost more than ever? We're always lost outside of Christ. Um, I was in a, um, a tradition for several years that uh, really said that, that psychology is bad, psychiatrists are bad, that the church has all the answers. People should just come to the pastors to receive counseling and they should just read the Bible and they should pray and they should be in fellowship and they will be restored. Now, listen, I agree with a lot of what that is saying. I think that that's very true to some degree, but there are mental health issues that we as pastors are simply not qualified for. Now, do I think that we should turn directly to secular psychologists or secular psychiatrists and look to drugs? Absolutely not. That's not the first uh, recourse, but at the same time, there are several situations in a broken state in these flawed flesh beings that we are that need outside care. And it always astounds me that the same people that say, oh, you can't go to a doctor of the brain of of psychology, but as soon as they have a a cough, they go right to the doctor to get an antibiotic. Um, As soon as they go, oh, my arm hurts or I broke my arm, we go get surgery and we get painkillers. And so I I just want to to just throw it out there that not all psychology is bad and psychiatrists are not bad. In fact, I think that God is the giver of knowledge and he is the one who has given the ability for people to understand how the brain thinks. So a good example is we see that that really psychology and mental health support the Bible. Uh, A good example is what the idea of self-talk, you know, how do we talk to ourselves? How do we encourage ourselves? Excuse me. You see David say, why are you so downcast on myself? Put your hope in God and bless the Lord on my soul. We know that's a work of the Holy Spirit in somebody's life, but we have to be willing to go through that exercise where we have that self-talk. We also read, realize we do get encouragement from other people. So as pastors, one of the kickback I get often to my my uh, area of, of work is, well, we're supposed to get all of our inspiration and our encouragement from the Lord. And I would agree with that. You are. But how does God deliver his encouragement to you. In Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about the whole body working together to build one another up in love. And so often God uses the people around you to encourage you, to affirm you, to build you up, to show genuine care and gratitude, to to help you in in times of conflict, to give you personal satisfaction, to to make you feel that your your opinion is valued and whatnot. And so, I mean, again, it's one of those things where, you know, I have studied a lot. Uh, 
uh, on positive mental health and specifically pastors' positive mental health and how that uh, affects the church and, and those leaders within the church and organizational leadership. So we don't want to discount all of the research um, that I have done even or others have done just to simply say, well, we don't believe in psychology. Um, and so I think that there are many instances where this is important for pastors to recognize. We cannot carry the burden of some of the cases that come into our office. They're uh, like, you know, sometimes you deal with hoarders. There's really a, a, a nothing that, that we can do as pastors. We can encourage them to pray. We encourage them to hold the things of this world lightly. But there's a deep psychological uh, need that they have um, that they're holding on to. Often we, we deal with, with uh, multiple marriages, people who have been married several times. And they come in and there's just baggage there that I am not qualified um, to, to deal with, especially when that baggage was there of what with people before they came to Christ. And there was abuse involved. And there's trauma when people have been traumatized as a kid because of abuse and whatnot, um, I can lead them so far, um, and but I need the help of others, and so I I have no problem recommending people um, to to go to what I would say trusted uh, therapy. And, and what I mean by that is that, you know, find biblical counselors, find ones that that, that will um, institute. It's interesting, we had a, a Nova gal who um, went to therapy and I, and I called the gal, the, the therapist to set up and just telling her about the trauma situation. And she asked, she goes, well, is this gal that I'm meeting with a believer? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, that's good. She goes, and then the therapist told me this, and I found this very interesting. When you couple faith with the therapy, it, it cuts the, the recovery time or the functionality time, we'll call it that, in half. So if someone has faith and the therapy, they can get become whole much quicker. Why? Because the therapy incorporates the faith. And so all the exercises that you're doing is motivated and helped by the Holy Spirit rather than simply on your own. And so I just want to um, really give some caution to pastors who think that, that psychology is bad and psychiatry is bad. Now listen, I'm not I'm not broad, broad stroking at all in saying that it's all good either. There are some people who serve psychology and serve psychiatry. Um, I think that, that's, that they're the answer. I think there's a problem there. God is the answer to everything. Jesus Christ is the one who brings us hope and joy and peace. Um, but in these bodies that are in battle with the spirit, the flesh is against the spirit, we need sometimes strategies because of the strongholds that the flesh has because of past traumas. And again, we live in a fallen world. Now, the question is, how do we then support those who need therapy? Uh, I found as a pastor, sometimes it relieves my parishioners when I ask them if they have been seeing a counselor or if they're willing to see a counselor. And if they have been seeing a counselor and I support that, I say, that's great. I, I think that's wonderful. And we can talk about what are they telling you to do? How can I, as a, as a pastor, be praying for you? How can I support that? And I have found that, that even in my context, there's a lot of relief when people realize that I'm not anti uh, uh, them going to a counselor or to a therapist. Sometimes couples need therapy. Um, there's, you know, again, there's there's ba- there's baggage in the past that gets brought into a marriage. And again, th- there's so much that we can do as pastors. And ultimately, there are other tools that I don't have in my tool bag that I wear that I need to get people 
into the hands of those who have the tools to really dive into that and to really help those people. Uh, again, I, I am not the qualified for for a lot of counseling. I'm not a, a, a qualified for trauma. I can deal with trauma with pastors and how, again, within the church organization and how trauma has occurred within the church organization, especially with conflict among church members. Um, that's where my expertise is. Pastors who are on the verge of burnout or facing burnout or want to prevent burnout. That's where I come in and I can help and I feel confident that I'm the type of person that can help in that. But if someone is in the loss of a spouse or there's been a murder in their family, God forbid, or, or, or you know, a loss of a child, there's, there's, there's a point that I, I as a pastor can help them and I can pray for them and I can pray with them and I can encourage them to find their strength in the Lord. But sometimes they need just a, a few, some sessions with someone who can help them grieve properly, um, who can bring up those things that I don't understand how the mind works and they've gone to school for that. But again, incorporating faith with the therapy, I think is essential. And so we don't want to just give over to psychology or to psychiatry. We don't want to just give it all over, but we want to say, how can uh, the things, the knowledge of the world. So when we pray for someone who's going in for surgery, we're trusting the knowledge of the doctors, but we recognize that at the end of the day, it was the skill granted by God to the doctor to give them the ability to heal. And God is the one who gives them the strength to heal. And so though we recognize the great advancements in technology and the ability of, in science, we recognize it is still all from God. And I think the same holds true with mental health. Um, we are all uh, struggling with mental health today with globalization, again, access to media. I had one friend who said we were never meant to carry the burdens of the whole world and the 24-7 access to everything that is happening in the world is killing us. And that is true. And so again, I just want to debunk that uh, I, I don't think all psychology or therapy or counseling is bad. In fact, I think often pastors need to find uh, those trusted therapists that they can direct people to uh, that they can really help. And then sometimes that helps uh, remove the challenge that, pa here's the thing, a lot of times pastors meet over and over and over and over again with people and they find themselves frustrated because they don't move forward. Why? Because you don't have the ability to do it. You have a niche. How do you grow in the Lord? How do you do this? But if you're holding on to, I had one couple um, that, uh, that she was always complaining about the fact they didn't cut the weeds. And, um, and it had been going on for three or four years uh, by the time they came uh, to, to, to meet with me. And, and the realization is there's something beyond just the, the cutting of the weeds that is a deeper problem with this couple. And so, you know, I don't have the toolkit to do that. I can say, look to Jesus. You look to Jesus, a wife. You look to Jesus, husband. And, and as you both are looking to Jesus and you grow together, then that'll work. But there's these other issues that, that really um, sometimes need to be dealt with in a greater way. And again, most pastors don't have the training. I do have a good friend who's a pastor who is a licensed marriage therapist. Okay, he's got some he's got some some tools in his tool bag um, that I think we wouldn't hesitate sending people to him. And so, really, I just want to realize that all us to realize we live in a broken world. Um, God is the fixer of everything. Jesus is the eternal healer uh, of all that we are, and that's our hope and our future. But while we battle between the flesh and the spirit, let's put faith together and look at mental wellness and mental health. 
as a serious issue in our world today and that we as pastors and other church leaders and other church members have the responsibility to help people um, in their crisis with their therapy uh, and with their mental health. Yes, Jesus can heal them like that. Absolutely. And we pray for that all the time, but sometimes it's a lifelong struggle. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, If you have any uh, ideas of things you'd like me to discuss, uh, please, you know, feel free to reach out. You go to Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute on Facebook. Um, You can message me if you like what you're hearing. Again, I encourage you to, to like and subscribe and then also to share this with others. If you want to email me, um, it's D-R-T-R-I-P-L-E-T-T-P-M-H. So Dr. Triplet P-M-H at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Uh, Until then, uh, continue to help the church flourish. Goodbye.